Phoenix Audiobooks presents Nancy Drew Mystery Stories Book Number 8 Nancy's Mystery Letter Written by Carolyn Keene And read by Jesse Birschbach Chapter 1 Stolen Letters Oh, poor Ira! Nancy Drew exclaimed and slowed her convertible. The two girls with her turned to look toward the sidewalk. Trudging along was an elderly male carrier. He was lugging a heavy bag over one shoulder. His head was down and his eyes were almost closed against the strong November wind that swirled leaves and dirt around him. Mr. Nixon, Nancy called out of her open window. Let me give you a ride. The mail carrier looked up and managed to smile. Hello, Nancy, he said. Thank you, but I have to stop at every house. Lots of letters today. There's one in the bottom of my bag for you. It was sent airmail from London, England. How exciting, Nancy said. Well, I'll see you at the house, she added. I'll have some hot cocoa waiting for you. Mr. Nixon smiled and Nancy drove on. I don't know anyone in London, she said to her friends. Who could be writing to me? The attractive, Titian blonde, blue-eyed girl at once became lost in thought. Another mystery, probably, remarked her dark-haired companion, George Fane. George was an attractive, slender girl who kept her hair short and always wore tailored clothes. Her cousin, seated next to her, was blonde and slightly overweight. When Bess Marvin grinned, her deep dimples showed prominently. Maybe you have an unknown admirer in England, Nancy, she said. George gave Bess a dark look. Do you always have to think of the romantic side of things? Bess tossed her head. What's more fun, she retorted. The three girls were returning from an overnight visit to Redgate Farm, where at one time Nancy, with the help of her two friends, had captured a counterfeiting gang. The solving of that mystery had been followed by Nancy's tracking down the clue in the diary. The trunk of Nancy's convertible was filled with fruits and vegetables from the farm. When she reached the rear of her home, the Drew's housekeeper, Mrs. Hannah Gruen, opened the door and rushed down the steps. Nancy, you're home, she cried out and gave the girl a hug. Hello, Bess. Hello, George. As Nancy unlocked the trunk of her car, she said, We met Ira Nixon down the street. He's bringing another mystery. She told the housekeeper about the letter from England. Poor Ira is half frozen. I promised him some hot cocoa when he gets here. I'll go right in and make it, said Mrs. Gruen. You girls unload the car. My, what a lot of stuff, and it smells wonderful. Nancy and her friends had just finished putting the farm products into the Drew's cold cellar when the front doorbell rang. Nancy hastened to answer it. Mr. Nixon stood there. As he set his mail bag down in the vestibule, Nancy thought, He looks so exhausted. I hope he can finish out the year until his January retirement. She led the way into the living room. Nancy, although eager to see her mail, resisted the temptation to ask for it. She would wait until he was ready to give it to her. A few moments later, Bess came in carrying a tray with four cups of cocoa. Behind her was George with a big plate of homemade cookies. Hannah Gruen, who had lived with Nancy and her father since the death of the girl's mother when she was three years old, was an excellent cook. She enjoyed baking and often surprised the family with delicious cakes and pies. Ira Nixon sipped his cocoa slowly. He nibbled on a cookie and slowly color came into his thin face. Hannah Gruen walked in with a pot of cocoa and refilled everyone's cup. As the mail carrier finished the second cup of cocoa, he said he must be on his way. I almost forgot to give you your letter, Mr. Nixon said as he stood up, 
and went directly to the vestibule. A moment later, the girls heard him cry out and rushed to his side. What's the matter? Nancy asked. The letters, they're gone! What do you mean? George asked, peering into the bag. There was nothing in it but magazines. All the letters still to be delivered have been stolen! Ira Nixon exclaimed. He began to sway and the girls quickly grabbed hold of him. They led him back to the living room sofa. Oh dear, oh dear, he moaned. Only six weeks more to my retirement and now this disgrace. Bess tried to soothe him. But it wasn't your fault. It's a rule that a mail carrier must keep his bag with him at all times, the man said. Suddenly George turned to Nancy. Your letter from England. Now you'll never know who sent it. And that's not the worst of it, Ira Nixon spoke.